Welcome to this BTA Chatcast. The BTA, the voice of business travel. Hi, this is Julie Cooper, Member and Partnership Manager at BTA. So today I'm finding out a little more about Paul Clark, National Account Manager at Avis Budget Group. Hi Paul, how are you doing? Hi Julie, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. So it seems that I've known you forever, but how long have you actually worked for Avis Budget Group? I have worked at Avis Budget Group, or will have worked at Avis Budget Group for 12 years in April. So you have practically known me forever. I've been around yeah. all the time. Well, all my time at BTA, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously current role national account manager. So I'm looking after all of the uh, our TMC relationships in the UK. Um, it's just me in the UK now, sadly, after obviously we, we lost Penny and Sophie due to the world ending earlier on. Um, I now report into the international team as well, so um, I get a lot, much larger view of the business, which is all good for me. Um, and I, I didn't start in this role, I, I started out in our telesales team um, based out of our head office in Bracknell, um, working okay. on sort of the SME side of things. So I was doing lots of cold calling and all that fun stuff, which I very quickly got myself out of, thank God. <laughs> like, um, and then I just did, um, I was account managing for those small SMEs and then the role came up with its team when it was Lisa, Sally and Kelly, for those that remember the old dream team before it was me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then uh, rather annoyingly, the uh, SME team then got moved to Barcelona about two months after I left it. So uh, I was quite oh. peed off about that because I thought I may have been able to transfer over. Yeah, that would have been cool. In hindsight, I think I made the right move. I, I much rather enjoy working with the lovely TNCs, so yeah. Good, and we're, we're really pleased to have you, so that's brilliant. So I've got a few questions for you. So let's let's go through them and see how we do. I'm gonna find out a bit more about you. Okay. How would your family describe what you do for a living? That's a very interesting question. I think um, <laughs> they kind of know what I do. Uh, so it's my mum and my two brothers. Uh, so they obviously know what a national what a national account manager is and what account account management is. Uh, they quite often used to get confused over what a travel management company was and what business travel was. So I'd always have to constantly explain that. Just imagine a, a, a normal travel agent, but for businesses rather than taking you on holiday. And then they would kind of get their heads around that. But of course, the stuff that they would focus on was any trips that I was on, anywhere that I got to go, any event that I got to go to, they assumed that was what my job entailed. And that's all I did. And to be honest, that was all they were interested in finding out about. <laughs> Um, yeah. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, so we all quite enjoy a bit of red wine. So yeah, they 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 like that side of it. Um, to the extent that both my brothers um, joined the travel industry after I did. So my younger brother worked oh. for the flight centre, um, albeit not anymore because of COVID. Uh, and my older brother works for a, um, a travel company for like uh, health and well-being, so organising sort of international oh. spa breaks and things like that. So yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. That's something I didn't know. So very. Yeah, so they've got a good idea now that they're involved themselves. Yeah, and following their. Are you the big brother? No, I'm the middle child, obviously. Oh right! Oh god, <laughs> not the middle one. Oh, I've heard all about them. <laughs> all right, so just moving on then. What's one thing you wish you'd known when you began your career? Uh, I think, in all honesty, I wish I'd known about business, the business travel industry, way earlier. Uh, I was one of the people that fell into it um, obviously 12 years ago 
I was working for an IT recruitment company um, for six months until they went under. It wasn't to do with me, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> and literally, I just had to get a job to pay the rent. And it was between Avis and another one. And Avis offered me the job first. So I went with them um, and just fell into it and had no idea that this sort of world of TMCs and business travel was out there. Yeah. Uh, so I wish I'd known about that because... When I was growing up, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was always envious of those kids that knew exactly what they wanted to do and what they were working towards. So I sort of, I fell from GCSE to A-levels and then into uni because I didn't really know what I wanted to do and did a, a useful degree in English Lit, which I'm obviously putting to really good use now in current. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I wish I had known about the, this industry beforehand because I think it's a really good fit for me. And then I could have sort of start, started cutting my teeth in it before I was 27. Right. And now you've given away your age, haven't you? I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's a big one this year, but don't yeah. tell <laughs> A big one for me as well, but um, not quite the same as you. There you go. <laughs> so another question leading on that. What's the most important thing you've learned in life? The most important in life? Um, I would say and it's a bit of a cliche and I'm sure it's what everyone says uh, but it's certainly more applicable now I think than ever before is that life's too short and to try and take nothing for granted I think I think what with everything that's happened the last year um it probably I probably did take for granted all the, the fun stuff we got to do and and just traveling around and I used to think the sure. fact that I wasn't office space was brilliant and that I could work from home but travel around everywhere and now everyone's stuck in their homes and it's no fun at all so yeah. I just think that yeah just don't take anything for granted and I hope that when we all get out of this we all sort of grab it with two hands and make the most of all the opportunities we get yeah sure looking forward to meeting up with lots of people again absolutely That's out. okay so who would you say are the three people who have been the most influential to you in your life or end of your career whichever well I'm gonna suck up to some people in my career if that's <laughs> right <Julie>. um, absolutely <laughs> yeah so of course the first one will have to be the lovely Pennyworthy um and when when um I was thinking about who's influential it's probably the people that have inspired me as well I would I would say so that's more probably inspirations than influential but um but yeah, Penny gave me loads of, when she joined the team, she gave me loads of room to grow, uh, make mistakes, um, and then wasn't afraid to pull me up on them when required. Uh, I learned so much from her in terms of sort of customer engagement and the art of networking. I think she's one of the best in the business of doing that. Without doubt. Uh, and I've ended up with a great friend after it all. So Pennyworthy will certainly be up there. Another lady you may know is Claire French. Yes. Uh, so though I never worked directly with her, she was sort of the international side, whereas I was UK. Um, she was almost like an unofficial mentor sort of over the last five or six years. Uh, she always encouraged me and got involved with what I was doing and, and any activity that I wanted to do that she could support and she would always be there. And just to have the sort of the longevity and the successful career she had at, at Avis was very enviable and something to sort of aspire to. So I'd say Claire French is up there as well. Yeah. And the other one, which who everyone knows, would be Dave Clare. Um, <laughs> I can't. You're, you're actually... nobody if you don't know Clay. Well, it's, Clare, it's are you? Um, so luckily, I am somebody who does know Dave. <laughs> but, uh, and I was listening to his um, new radio show that he does, and he was asking people or going over when their first memory of a meeting was. I can't actually remember mine, which probably is a testament to the amount of wine I'd had that evening. 
but he seems to have always been there and I just think a bit like Penny in terms of um encouragement and uh someone to learn from in terms of I mean he's got the business travel network so he knows exactly what he's doing um yeah. if I was even half of where he was um in my career then I'd be extremely pleased so I just think he's very inspirational influential and again this year he's really sort of been the one that's kept us all together and sane uh during these times when we can't meet up so yeah Penny, Claire and Dave would be my uh, top three yeah I agree with you I mean Dave has certainly made a big difference to the BTA since he's been working with us so yeah it's a really good shout there so another question now for you what keeps you up at night what keeps you awake um I don't, I'm not one of these people that sits around and worries. I sleep quite well and I, I'm quite good at switching off. Good. Uh, so the only thing that does keep great is my cat because he will just <laughs> try and sit on my head or pour at my face. Um, very, very annoying. Um, but I guess I'm lucky that I'm, I'm able to, to switch off in that sense. So yeah, just my cat. Yeah, oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, which three people dead or alive would you invite for a dinner party and why? Okay, uh, you're gonna have to indulge me on this one because it's just gonna be boring <laughs> and personal because I can't, whenever I ask, get asked this question, there's never any celebrity that I really like get sort of mental over or I'm gonna start crying if I see them or I have to meet. So <laughs> I always struggle. So I just thought I'd indulge myself. Um, as you know, my other half Callum lives up in Glasgow. So I haven't seen much of him the last year or so. So I thought yeah. we'll get Callum down for a dinner so I could spend some time with him. Brilliant. And then um, my dad, who he passed away when I was 16. Uh, so it'd be nice to actually have a, um, a proper chat with him as an adult rather than as a child, because we never got to do that. So I would oh, like to do that. And of course, if I invite my dad, it would be remiss of me not to invite my mum. I think she'd kill me. So I guess <laughs> we'd have to get her involved uh, yeah. so she could join as well. So yeah, thanks for indulging that. I just thought. At the moment, those are the things that I'm thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and uh, that with your dad really resonates with me as well, because I think I, I'd like to do that, even though I was older when he passed away. So that's a lovely thought, lovely thought. So nearly the end of this interview, but what's your favourite quote? Do you have a favourite quote that you use a lot or that you sort of live by? I would <laughs> say, well... I'd say I live by it. It's my favourite one. Is not my circus, not my monkeys. Um, and it oh, basically really? is just around um, not getting involved in other people's drama. Keep yourself out of it. So not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah, that's a good one. I haven't heard of it actually. Right. <laughs> and finally, if you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? But what have I missed? Several, several questions, Julie. Um, <laughs> I. I've asked uh, what my favourite business travel memory is. Okay. Um, I would have asked me if Henley is ever going to come back. And that's well, a that was on that my original list, but I thought I better. <laughs> sort of, no, everybody would be crying with, with about the answer. So, no, I felt I couldn't ask. Well, I don't think just got everything crossed that it comes back one day, but who knows? Um, and then just how do I stay so young? I'm surprised you've not asked me that, Julie. <laughs> That will be included in my next one, believe me. <laughs> after your big birthday this year, so I'll, I'll uh, make sure that's well, exactly good. Exactly, but no, um, you asked all the, the good questions. 
No, you're more than welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Okay, take care. Take care. Bye.